This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. You can power up your playtime with the Nintendo Switch system, the home of Mario and Friends. You may discover exciting surprises with Mario, Princess Peach, and more in Super Mario Bros. Wonder or challenge friends to a race in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You can head to Nintendo.com to learn more about the Nintendo Switch system. Games and systems sold separately. Tonight, more on that unrelenting heat wave here in the United States with more than 120 million Americans under heat warnings and advisories. Life-threatening temperatures heading to New York City and Philadelphia as Houston breaks a record. Tonight, brutal heat fueling wildfires and concerns about power after an explosion at the Hoover Dam. Plus, England's hottest day on record. Secret Service texts gone. The news tonight about what happened to those key messages on the phones of agents. Uvalde anger and outrage. Parents react to that damning report about police inaction. Plus tonight, our exclusive with the head of the ATF. But I'm still not hearing from you what it is that the ATF can do to stop this epidemic of mass shootings. Our CBS News investigation. The Uvalde gunman bragged to friends about getting an assault rifle after his 18th birthday. Our gun manufacturers marketing military-grade weapons to at-risk young men. American adversaries united. Vladimir Putin meets with the Iranian leader after Iran promises drones to Russia. Plus, great news for those Toys R Us kids. And America's favorite pastime, honoring a member of America's greatest generation. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this very warm Tuesday night. 
Tonight, the heat is on across much of the country as the scorching hot summer grips the nation. Brutal and dangerous temperatures are being felt from California to Massachusetts. More than 120 million Americans are under excessive heat warnings or advisories with triple-digit temperatures expected from the Great Plains to the lower Mississippi Valley. The National Weather Service says that more than 60 new record highs will be set across 20 states by the end of the week. Europe's record heat wave has resulted in Britain officially declaring its highest ever recorded temperature, while the London Fire Brigade declared a major incident after multiple fires broke out in and around London. We will have full coverage of the record-breaking heat both in the United States and abroad, but CBS's Chris Van Cleve will start us off from a very hot Fort Worth. Good evening, Chris. Nora, we hit 110 here. Paramedics say that's not only dangerous heat, that is potentially deadly heat, something that tragically played out in Tallahassee, Florida this afternoon. An 11-month-old died after being left inside a hot car. And tonight, growing concern over the toll of this unrelenting heat. A major power scare at Hoover Dam. As the mercury soared into triple digits, a transformer explosion sent smoke billowing. The dam supplies power to California, Nevada, and Arizona. West of Dallas, this intense heat-fueled wildfire burned a number of homes as temperatures reached 111. Currently, 85 large fires are burning, scorching more than 3 million acres in 13 states. This UPS driver collapsed while making a delivery in Scottsdale, Arizona, where it was 110. He's recovering. 24 days in the triple digits is also taking a toll on Texas infrastructure. Drought conditions are causing the ground to shift, breaking water lines. Of the nearly 500 breaks in Fort Worth this year, almost 40% have come in the last month. What does this heat feel like when you're working in it? It literally, really makes you want to just jump in the pool. Texas heat is bad. The fragile Texas power grid is keeping pace with record demand as pleas for customers to conserve electricity continue. Meteorologists say the weather pattern is stuck, driving warmer and drier conditions north, creating a drought, which in turn prompts more hot temperatures, resulting in parts of California, Arizona, and the Central Plains stifling under a heat dome. Is this an example of climate change impacting the, the, the weather pattern? We're certainly seeing more extreme weather uh, due to climate change. This drought caused us to go into summer much earlier than we normally see. And paramedics say this kind of heat can hit a person within minutes. In fact, here in Fort Worth yesterday, they transported 14 people to the hospital, one of them in critical condition. They say the biggest mistake people make is simply not drinking enough water. Nora. 110 is hot. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. For more on this brutal heat wave, both here in the U.S. and in Europe, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Well, good evening, Nora. Scorcher across northern Europe again. And England, the heart of that heat. Record temperatures in places like London. Heats were 104.3 degrees. And Coningsby could be setting the all-time UK high temperature record at 104.5 degrees. But it wasn't just these handful of places that we see here. More than 20 locations across the UK set all-time records for the country. Then all these red dots on this map, daily records across northern Europe, plentiful. The good news is tomorrow, a lot cooler in London at just 81 degrees, but still hot across the Mediterranean, 100 degrees for us plus in Madrid. The heat stateside remains and expands through the week, eventually from the plains right into the northeast, a place like Washington, D.C., the coldest temperature the next seven days, Nora, 90 degrees, likely to hit 100.
We are feeling it. Mike Bettis, thank you. More now on that heat wave in Europe. Britain has shattered its record for highest temperature ever registered with 34 of those locations across the country breaking previous highs. CBS's Ramian Asensio is in London. London is burning. Rare wildfires broke out across the British capital as it broiled in its hottest day in history. Drivers took in an unprecedented scene as flames consumed homes. We just ran out. We just ran out as we were because um, there was no time for anything. The fields were on fire opposite, like that backs onto our garden, they were on fire. What we're seeing here, this kind of fire and this scale of fire has just shocked residents. But this record-breaking heat hitting 104 degrees along with this tinderbox condition has just made all of this possible. Outside Buckingham Palace in the city center, the Queen's Guard in woolen uniforms and bearskin hats drew mercy from a policeman, while around the country train tracks buckled in the heat and service slowed or was canceled. Britain's looking for a break had almost nowhere to go. Just about three of every 100 homes here have air conditioning. Environmental experts say it's more proof climate change is at our doorstep. Climate change isn't just a, a thing over there, it's here. Yes, I mean, you, we used to look at polar bears, and then we used to say, this is about our children and our grandchildren. This isn't, this is us, this is here, this is now. Today, European countries battled more blazes, more than 30 in Spain alone. French firefighters struggled to contain a wildfire burning an area twice the size of Paris. And Portugal upped its toll to more than 1,000 heat-related deaths. And Nora, fires like the one that burned behind this police blockade will only get more common as global temperatures rise. UK weather officials said that it would not be until the year 2050 that the country would see 104 degrees. That, of course, happened today. That's interesting, Ramey and Asensio. Thank you. Back here in Washington, a major development in the January 6th investigation and the hunt for those missing Secret Service text messages. The agency says it likely won't be able to recover data deleted from January 5th or 6th. The National Archives is now calling for an investigation. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill with more. Tonight, officials at the Secret Service are acknowledging that some key text messages from January 5th and 6th that weren't delivered to the January 6th committee are presumed to be permanently deleted, lost during a previously planned factory reset of agents' phones. The agency told CBS News it is reaching out to phone service providers and manufacturers for assistance. I would be shocked and horrified uh, if anyone in a position of leadership uh, oversaw the destruction of evidence related to the January 6th uh, insurrection. The National Archives today asked the Secret Service to investigate how the records could have been erased. Agents played key roles on January 6th, both at the Ellipse when then-President Trump demanded to be taken to the Capitol and alongside Vice President Pence, sheltering in place at the Capitol during the attack. The developments come two days before the committee's primetime hearing Thursday. The witnesses are former Deputy National Security Advisor Matt Pottinger and former Deputy White House Press Secretary Sarah Matthews, both of whom resigned on January 6th. Sources say Pottinger is expected to paint a picture of chaos in the West Wing punctuated by the president's tweet attacking Pence. 
that's where I knew that I was leaving that day uh, once I read that tweet. Matthews is expected to testify how alarmed she was that Trump refused to quickly call off the mob after the violence erupted. We thought that the president needed to tweet something and tweet something immediately. And late today, opening arguments began in the trial of Steve Bannon. The government argued the former White House strategist thought he was above the law when he rejected a subpoena from the January 6th committee. Bannon said the committee members should come to court to testify. Nora? Nicole Killian on Capitol Hill for us. Thanks. In Uvalde, Texas, emotions ran high at last night's school board meeting following the release of that scathing 77-page report detailing the failed police response during the massacre at Robb Elementary School. Most of those kids were my friends, and that's not good. And I don't want to go to your guys' school if they don't have protection. Some parents demanded that Uvalde School Police Chief Pete Arandondo be fired immediately. Immediately, he's currently on paid administrative leave. The superintendent outlined changes to better protect its students moving forward, from tightening school access points and adding more security cameras to hiring additional police officers. Well, that damning report on the shooting also revealed that a year before the massacre, the gunman sought to illegally obtain an assault-style rifle. In a CBS News investigation, CBS's Catherine Herridge speaks to gun safety advocates who say the gun industry is illegally marketing to young people. The same day the shooter in Uvalde, Texas, used a military-style assault weapon made by Daniel Defense to murder 19 children and two teachers, a deleted Instagram post shows the gunmaker promoted the same model of weapon, urging followers to load out, military shorthand to arm for battle. What it is is a direct advertising to young people to buy weapons of war. In a new complaint to the FTC, the government's Consumer Protection Agency, the advocacy group Every Town for Gun Safety alleges Daniel Defense preys on at-risk young men, pointing to the gunmaker's social media marketing strategy, a city street in a rifle's crosshairs, and military combat missions. And it's not just dangerous, it's deadly. This deleted post of a toddler cradling an AR-15-style rifle is part of the 34-page complaint that calls on the FTC to investigate Daniel Defense for deceptive and unfair marketing practices. CBS News identified similar complaints against gunmakers going back to 1996, but no evidence the FTC investigated further. I think we are at a tipping point. David Vladek oversaw investigations at the FTC and says the agency has a responsibility to act. We are now seeing an epidemic of these kinds of shootings, and the two common denominators are angry young men and assault rifles. The trade group for gun makers denied its members were violating federal marketing laws, adding Everytown and other advocates for attempting to limit the First Amendment rights of firearm manufacturers to advertise lawful products. First defense is always, oh, the First Amendment protects us. But that's not true. The FTC can order the industry to change its advertising so the advertising is actually accurate. The FTC declined to comment to CBS News on individual cases and the gun industry's marketing practices. Daniel Defense did not respond to our questions, but his CEO is set to testify next week on Capitol Hill. Nora? Catherine Herridge, thank you for that investigation. 
The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, known as the ATF, is a law enforcement agency that's part of the Department of Justice. Its goal is to protect our communities from violent criminals and prevent the illegal use of firearms. Now, for the first time in seven years, the ATF has a permanent director, Stephen Dettelback, and we sat down with him for his first TV interview. Guns have now become the leading cause of death for American children. Why isn't this a national emergency? Well, it's certainly, you know, a national problem that is urgent. I think everybody agrees about that. One of the things that makes this problem so hard is that it looks way different depending on where you are. So if, if you think of what the gun violence problem looks like in a large city, in, in New York City, uh, or Chicago. And then you think, okay, what does it look like in the South? What does it look like in Alaska? What does it look like in, the, in, in uh, small towns? It looks different. And the reason uh, that we're having a, a hard time coming up with one solution is because there is no one solution. The ATF is smaller than most big city police departments. Is your agency outnumbered? I think all law enforcement are, are outnumbered, but we're not outsmarted. I think that's really important to understand. Technology is providing us with new and really exciting ways to try and catch shooters. What laws would you like to see changed that could help the ATF stop this scourge of gun violence? There's a great national discussion about all the different laws out there, and Congress just acted in a bipartisan way to, to provide more laws. That is an important discussion. That is a discussion where people have different views. But the ATF director's job and ATF our mission is to catch people who have violated the laws we already have. There are a lot of supporters of the Second Amendment who believe that the ATF will become a long arm of those who want to take people's guns away. I can't control what other people believe. In my 20-plus years as a federal prosecutor, I've learned that you have to do the work. And that's really the ethic at, the, at ATF. ATF does the work. ATF delivers results. And we will continue to fight to do that. But I'm still not hearing from you what it is that the ATF can do to stop this epidemic of mass shootings. I think it'd be naive for me to sit here and say to you that uh, I would get confirmed as ATF director and this, this constant drumbeat of gun violence is going to stop. To me, what we have to do is focus on addressing the problem. There have been times over the last 20 years, 30 years when I've been in this business where the crime rate has gone down. Right, so these are some strategies that work. Uh, so it's, it's, so it's, it's time to push the we got to get to work button, not the panic button. Will there be more Uvaldis? Uh, it, it's it's a, just a horrible question for you to even have to ask, right? But the truth of the matter is, is that there have been just incident after incident for a long period of time. And so we have to work hard to try to make sure there aren't. But I think the reality is there's going to be serious gun crime uh, that we have to work on at ATF. And you can see more of our interview with the ATF director on CBSNews.com. Now, this news, Russian leader Vladimir Putin took a rare trip outside his country today, and he got the support of Iran's supreme leader for his invasion of Ukraine. The two countries also announced an oil deal. U.S. officials say Iran is planning to sell military drones to Russia for its attack on Ukraine, but there's no evidence that that has happened just yet. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, police in New York City are searching for a gunman who shot and killed a crew member working on the TV show Law & Order Organized Crime. Police say the crew member was saving parking spaces for filming in Brooklyn this morning when he was shot in the head and neck. NBC and Universal Television say it is shocked and saddened by the murder. A reminder tonight that it is never too late to say thank you, especially when it comes to American heroes. Here's CBS's Lana Zak. 97-year-old Edward Chan has loved the Yankees since he was a kid. At that time, U.S. laws discriminated against Chinese Americans. But Chan chose to serve while World War II was raging. To me, uh, a person like uh, Hitler is somebody that is going to destroy our democracy. The private first class served as a medic, and once back home, he replaced images of war with a life of joy. And his military service was largely forgotten. Until 2018, when lawmakers began honoring Chinese-American veterans with the Congressional Gold Medal. Why did you want your father to have this? You know, normally he never asks for any recognition or honor, but this is a Chinese-American award, and I know that it's such an important part of his life. This past weekend, Edward Chan. Chan's All-American team cheering his role in American history. Lonazak, CBS News, Englishtown, New Jersey. Finally tonight, there's exciting news in Toyland. Toys R Us is making a comeback after closing its stores in 2018. Over the next few months, every Macy's store in the U.S. will have a new Toys R Us. In nine cities, the stores will be as big as 10,000 square free feet. All right, that's the CBS Evening News. And remember, if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. Good night. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com.
These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News. And you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.